The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Dr. Judy Robinson Rogers, the 11th president of Cotty College in Nevada, Missouri. Dr. Rogers has a long and illustrious career, but through it all, she's taken a special interest in the education of women and girls. She helped develop a women's studies program at Moorhead State, and later she created leadership training programs for groups ranging from middle school students through adults. She co-chaired the Leadership and Education Subcommittee of the Governor's Task Force on the Economic Status of Kentucky Women. Since coming to Cotty, Dr. Rogers has continued to participate in leadership education, both for Cotty students and local high school girls. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, and in fact, at Cotty College, 100% of the resources are dedicated to educating women so that they can become confident and prepared leaders in a global society. And one of those is Cotty's new unique leadership development program. Can you talk with us about that? I would love to. Uh, it's exciting. I have to give you just a bit of background to make a context for this. But Cotty College was, for many, many years, a two-year liberal arts private college. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2009, we decided that we would make a transition, or I like to call it a transformation, to becoming a four-year bachelor degree granting college. And that gave us this absolutely wonderful opportunity to create what I call our ideal programs we weren't taking academic programs that we already had in the curriculum and imposing interdisciplinary characteristics on them. We were hiring new faculty and creating what the industry, or I should just say higher education, considers the best pedagogy, the best way to teach. So having this opportunity and having this strong value and tradition of teaching women's leadership, we infused leadership into each of the majors that we developed. Uh, We now have eight majors that are actively being offered, two more that will be starting up in the fall, and others under development. And so what we're able to do is create programs that are not exclusively about women, Mm -hmm. but where women have the opportunity to explore the issues in their major that most affect women. Sure. And the interdisciplinary approach to leadership is uh, very interesting there because so many times you take leadership classes as if leadership exists in a vacuum. But in fact, no matter what you're doing, whether you're in business, whether you're uh, leading your family, uh, whatever it is, there are times when you are called on to be a leader. It doesn't just exist in and of itself as if now I'm going to be a leader. (laughs) You are exactly right, and we don't, none of us lead all of the time in all situations, 
but almost all of us are called on, just as you said, in some context or another in our lives uh, to be leaders. And it's interesting that when young women come to us, and when I say young women, you need to know that Cotty is a residential college and that we have primarily traditional age students. This is not really germane to the leadership philosophy that I'm talking about. It just happens to be Cotty's circumstances. Mm -hmm. But these young women come to Cotty uh, not identifying leadership skills. Very few of them will say in a classroom, and I teach uh, at least two or three times a semester in some classes just to keep you know, uh, a good understanding of our students. And, and they don't think of themselves as leaders at first, but then they begin as they start learning the characteristics of, of leadership and mainly reading about other women who have been leaders mm-hmm. or meeting women who are leaders they see that, in fact, they do have leadership characteristics and that these are things they can learn and practice. Right. You are about to embark on a Going Places tour in the Kansas City area. What's that all about? Well, it's uh, it's a desire to reposition ourselves as a baccalaureate college. Uh, as I said, for you know, Connie's an old college. We yes, were founded in 1884. And so for a long time, we've been offering education to women. We've never offered education uh, degrees for men, but we've not had baccalaureate degrees. And so we think, well, okay, we've got to let the world know now that we have these degrees and that they are special. You know, they're unique in that way that mm-hmm. I was speaking of, that they are infused with leadership characteristics. And I will add to that social responsibility because at Connie we don't believe leadership can be taught in a vacuum you have to have values that you are leading your team, your group, to, uh, and those values inform the vision that you're able to form uh, and that you want to achieve. So all of that being true, we need for others to know that this curriculum exists, that Cotty is changing. And then there's this really important social issue that we're dealing with right now as a society Lots and lots of people are talking about women and the dearth of women in leadership positions. Uh, and, and many things in our society have caused us to start paying attention to the disparity between the number of women who are prepared to be leaders and the very, very small number of women who are leaders. So we have books written and we have research surveys uh, conducted, and, and we're beginning to see that Awareness is important for us to make some changes in the way we perceive women in leadership roles. And I'll just add one more point mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then uh, ask for your question. We also see a decreasing number of women's colleges. Uh, there were at one time, probably in the 1960s, about 200 mm-hmm. women's colleges. Today there are 47. Wow, what a drop. What a drop, a scary drop. Um, here is a very valuable higher education option that is in danger of disappearing over the next several years. Uh, there probably will be 46 next year because another university, Chatham, mm-hmm. is in the process of becoming coeducational. And, you know, number one, I as an educator just don't want to see the options that women or anyone would have in choosing how they learn best and where they learn best. 
But I also know from having been in many different kinds of institutions, as you said at the beginning of the program, that women's colleges do things differently and are uh, special. Yes. What are some of the reasons that we've seen such a drop? Are they going co-ed? Are they closing their doors? What's the reason? They are going Mm co-ed primarily. Very few are actually closing their doors. There are probably two ways in which they go co-ed. They either become absorbed into a larger part of a university or institution, and they become a department or a college, or, as you said, they're they're going co-ed. Uh, and, and the reason they're going co-ed, as far as I can tell, is primarily financial. Sure. Because of enrollment. Mm-hmm. So there is a study um, that's relatively recent by the Women's College Coalition, uh, which you can find easily on the web, and it will link you to the study, and it's called The Truth About Women's Colleges. And it's independently commissioned study, so it's not it's not something the coalition itself produced. Uh, and it does analyze the the answer to the question you just asked: Why is this happening? Um, and the answer seems to be uh, very clearly articulated by the two researchers: Women's colleges are not well positioned in the educational marketplace. Uh, we haven't done a good job of talking to people about the advantages of a women's college, and we find that young women do not understand what might be the advantages unless they are really intimately introduced to a college. They have to visit the campus mm-hmm. or talk to someone they trust um, about a women's college. Uh, so I would say in part that we as educators haven't done a good job of making the case Mm-hmm. And so you'd see why we want to do the going places tour. So at least there is Connie's voice uh, saying what we believe the advantages of women's education uh, at a women's college. Absolutely. And it strikes me that when you say that uh, educators in general have not historically done a very good job of promoting the position of women's colleges, that's very analogous to what's happening with women-owned businesses. Women-owned businesses are being started at a rate many times over the rate that male-owned businesses are being started, and that's a trend that's been um, true for many years now, yet women still do not do a good job, uh, whether it's the individual women or just whatever reasons, uh, to promote their businesses and to grow them at the same rate that men do uh, once they've started them. And and then, as you alluded to, there's um, a disparity among women serving on paid boards and women in other executive leadership roles within corporations. So it sounds like there's there's almost a uh, hand-in-hand kind of situation there. You know, the, the women's colleges are having trouble with positioning, and women themselves are having trouble in the business community positioning themselves. And I certainly am not saying that all of these issues are issues that are imposed on women. Women themselves need to participate differently, which mm-hmm. I just took from the message you, you yes. gave me. And, and another analogy that works there perfectly are the professions. Uh, we know that the number of women going to college and completing college is higher, in, up in the 60% range than men. And very often uh, women are uh, 
completing more law degrees. Yes. They, they now have earned about half the law degrees that men have earned. Uh, they've earned a lot of the business degrees. They outnumber men in, in earning business degrees. Uh, and yet, when you look at how far they go with these, whether they become law partners or whether they become, you know, administrators in medical schools or uh, executive officers in businesses, is is extremely low. It's disproportionately low, like twenty, ten to twenty percent, let's say, of them move into these upper level positions in the very fields in which they prepare. So, is it Sheryl Sandberg who says women should lean in? Yes. Is it you know? Is it their responsibility to somehow make themselves um, more competitive? Uh, is it society who should pay more attention to women's talents and give more respect? Um, is it that we don't have women advocating? I'm asking you all the questions. Right, right. No, no. Do no, we not I mean... have women advocating for women? Uh, this is, again, the purpose of the Going Places Tour. Yes. We want to say that Cotty doesn't certainly have these answers, but that we are taking young women um, at an important time in their educational life and that we are helping them focus on leadership and social responsibility uh, and, you know, Cotty has a uniqueness that makes our education, I think, special and rich. Uh, we have about 20 international countries represented on our small campus uh, every year, and we, we've had this for years. Uh, so we have a global kind of ambiance here uh, that allows uh, a young woman not only to be studying leadership and social responsibility, but to do so in more of a global context. Yes. Uh, and so we always talk about global awareness, so you can put it in the curriculum, but you're also living in a suite with someone from Japan or sure. Africa or wherever, and so your global perspective is getting honed on a constant basis. Uh, Kati is a very small college, and therefore we, my word is, Tailor. We seem to tailor the experiences for our students, and mm-hmm. we can do that because of, of our small size. Yes, and, and that global perspective is so important today with uh, the global world that we do live in. You know, we just can't live in isolation country by country anymore. Everything you do has a global impact, so very important role that you're fulfilling there. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to drill down on the tour the Going Places tour that Cotty College is in the midst of right now. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Thinking Bigger Business Media is accepting nominations for the 14th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards. These prestigious awards recognize 25 outstanding businesses with under 25 employees. We're looking for dynamic Kansas City area for-profit companies with under 25 employees that have been in business at least three years and have shown steady growth, a commitment to the community, and an ability to overcome challenges. If your company or a company you do business with qualifies for the 25 Under 25 awards, fill out a nomination form online at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. Or call 913-432-432. 6690 for details. Self-nominations are encouraged. Apply now. Nominations are now open and close October 14 for 25 under 25. Special thanks to our sponsor, UMB. Visit 25under25.com to nominate your business. 
Looking to establish your brand as an industry leader? Want to deliver helpful, relevant content to your niche audience? Look no further. Our staff at Custom Publishing can produce branded newsletters, magazines, podcasts, and so much more. We'll take you from concept to distribution or assist you with any stage in between. Writing, editing, design, audio production, voiceovers, digital, print. If you have a communication need, we have a solution. Call 913-831-8100. Call us today and discuss the possibilities. That's 913-831-8100 for all your custom publishing needs. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Dr. Rogers, who is the president of Cotty College, and we've been talking about the role they play in women's education and the importance of of leadership that's interdisciplinary at, at Cotty College and social responsibility and, and global awareness. They are also in the midst of a going places tour in the Kansas City area. Last night, for example, you were able to present the Women Going Places Award. Tell us about that. Oh, we're very excited to be able to recognize and honor individual women and organizations that have made successful efforts to promote social change and to um, narrow the gender and the leadership gap that you and I were just talking about. And we luckily uh, became friends with the Women's Foundation of Greater Kansas City, friends enough to recognize the uh, commonality in our goals and our vision. Uh, and so we are very honored that they have accepted this award from Cotty College. Just saying to them, we appreciate what you have been doing for many years in Kansas City to promote women. We have now partnershiped with the Women's Foundation uh, to offer a high school program. They've been offering a high school program to teach philanthropy for some time, and mm-hmm. they were deciding that they would like to include leadership as a topic in this program. And, of course, Cotty can step right up in that area because we have much experience with leadership and even do have a leadership program for high school girls. And so we'll be partnering with the uh, Greater Kansas City Women's Foundation in November to uh, offer a leadership program and to bring their students to our campus for a retreat uh, and to just have an immersion experience in leadership development and training. Uh, and so we are honored to be affiliated with this wonderful organization, and it was an honor to be able to present them the Going Places Award. Yes, a very very high honor, and obviously um, the awareness is, is so much needed. Now then on Saturday, tomorrow, you're going to be hosting a student-parent brunch. And this is, you know, in answer to the issue that women's colleges have not positioned themselves well nor articulated the their essence, their mission, clearly. And so we are going out. I'm going. The leadership of the college is going in each of the cities that we are visiting uh, to talk to parents and influencers and those who work with students and students themselves about the choice of a women's college uh, and why it might be a good fit for some of those young women. And so we will, you know, we'll very frankly address 
the questions about, well, why a woman's college? Why would I choose that? What are mm-hmm. the upsides? What are the downsides? Where is CADI? What kind of programs do you have? Uh, and we'll do so in, in a discussion dialogue format. And so we're going to uh, be at the Kansas City Central Public Library uh, on Saturday, October 11. Uh, and we would love to have parents, students, counselors, those who influence students. Uh, the reception is open to the public. We just ask that you give us a phone call so we have enough coffee for everybody. <laughs> very important. That's very important. So that's 417-667-8181, and that will connect you with us. And you can ask for enrollment and uh, just tell them you'd like to come, and we'll we will make sure that we have coffee and fruit and donuts and whatever for everybody who shows up. All the fun stuff. Now, you also have an alumni event. Uh, I believe it's this weekend, and you have some very notable alumni. We do indeed. Uh, and, and this is another story that, first of all, I always have to say, Cotty needs to tell. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to tell our wonderful story about the women who have graduated from Cotty and, and where they've gone and what they've done. But the same is true of many, many other women's colleges, and we want young women to see that and say, hey, you can, and here's another uh, the metaphorical definition of our going places, you can go places if you graduate from Cotty College. But some of the um, women in Kansas City have taken very important roles since graduating from Cotty. Mm-hmm. And then... So that alumni event is this weekend. What are we, we've talked all around this part, but just to get very specific as we conclude here today, what are some of the benefits of a women's only education? Well, the first thing I noticed, and I do come from different educational institutional backgrounds, and so I did notice a difference when I came here ten years ago. There's a difference in the classroom atmosphere. Uh, I think it's there is a sense of uh, confidence that a student has that she can raise her hand, speak out, express her opinion, and it will be heard, and it will be respected. And we find for many young women this has not always been their case in educational environments. Um, and so once they feel this sense of respect, once they feel they can say what they want to say about a question or, or an assignment, then they tend to speak up more often, and their confidence grows with that. There's a new book out called The Confidence Code that talks about how important self-confidence is to the success no matter of women, no matter what area, and, and how much less self-confidence women tend to have. And this is what research has shown about women's colleges. They enhance the self-confidence of women. Yes. You know, as one of our alums put it the other day, you know that every class president, every SGA president, every top student is going to be a woman. <laughs> that just no question your confidence. But then there's some other things in the curriculum that are very, very important. Women's colleges tend to be, and Cotty most specifically is, challenging. The coursework, the opportunities we offer our students are challenging. But we then present a very supportive environment. Uh, again, Cotty's very small. 
we have a small faculty-student ratio. It means we know each person, and we can be very supportive to that person. And that is a characteristic of women's colleges in general. Mm -hmm. And then importantly also, and this is one thing we made sure to incorporate into our new baccalaureate programs, women's colleges tend to focus on active learning, and that means they require writing, rewriting, they require critical thinking, they require dialogue in class, group work, uh, many class presentations where you have to stand and deliver. In small environments, this is, is very doable. And for women, it's very, very important because, again, they have the opportunity to express their point of view and to have it heard with respect. Yes. Um, there's a satisfaction survey that goes over 20 years that demonstrates that women have a higher rate of satisfaction with their education even 20 years later mm -hmm. when they have attended a women's college rather than a coeducational college. Yeah. And I think it all does come from this ability to participate, this sense of gaining constantly your confidence. You know, at Cotty, we call it voice. Mm -hmm. At a women's college, a young woman can find her voice, and, and that means that she can find what she really cares about and then she gets the skills, the presentation skills, the critical thinking skills, the writing skills, to be able to articulate that, to be able to articulate that passion. And that's the first thing a leader does, of course. Right. The first, you know, you, the first thing you do is you have to have a vision, and then you have to share that vision in such a powerful way that others are willing to engage in it. And so we think that happens more frequently at Conde College, and I also... From observation, think it happens more frequently at women's colleges. Yes, and then they carry that into the workforce. Dr. Rogers, it has been wonderful having you on the show today. If anyone would like to find out more about Cotty College, how would they do that? Well, I would encourage them just to go to our website. There is a wealth of material at cotty.edu. C-O-T-T-E-Y dot E-D-U. E Very yes. simple. And then you can follow the links there to any particular phase of Connie that you have interest in. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it, and good luck on your tour. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit us at www.ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.